No sound. We sound. We have sound. Come on, please. Tell me you can hear me. Oh, I can hear. All right. Hey, welcome back to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, your place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. The Raw and Unscripted Show is now on air. We were just kind of messing with you. No, actually, God's honest truth. When I went into the studio, we have a studio. And so when I went, when I went into it, I came back out of it and it said something about my mic was muted and I clicked off of it and I couldn't see what it was. So I guess I just muted my mic. So anyways, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you guys for being here. I really appreciate it here on a Tuesday night, 7 p.m. We're on Unscripted Show. We're on episode number 58. Like I was saying before, um, you know, super excited because of where I started from and where I'm at today and where I intend on going with the show. Uh, but I just really appreciate all of you guys writing in with the show topics of what it is that you wanted to cover in this, in this particular episode and future episodes. I really appreciate that. And one overwhelming uh, situation that I could hear this particular episode making sure I can hear myself, um, is a couple of things. People, I, I wanted to take a couple of different situations that you guys were dealing with and combine them into one show. So we're going to be talking about struggling. We're going to be talking about being at your wits end, and we're going to be talking about confidence. Now, what's interesting is that I, okay, you can hear me good. Um, so what's interesting is that when I was thinking about those specific topics, it kind of occurred to me while I was also going through my YouTube page and, and cleaning up a lot of videos and, and making nice playlists is that I've talked a lot about a lot of these things before in my previous shows. And then it occurred to me that sometimes we need to hear things in different ways or different stories or different impacts or different times in our life for us to really get it. Plus the way I talk about coaching and the way I talk about doing these shows is the fact that I'm planting seeds. And I've had people tell me that, like, I've been watching you, I've been listening to you, and all these little things start coming together. And then all of a sudden, they have this aha moment based on everything I've said and done through my social media posts and everything else. So it really is about planting seeds. And sometimes you just become more receptive to the pain in your life, and it forces you to change. And then you hear something at that particular moment, and it's that thing that's that leverage that gets you over the top. Um, but again, I just wanted to, to acknowledge you guys and thank you guys. Um, the raw truth here for a second. Um, the company I used to work for, I found out yesterday laid off quite a few people and, um, uh, thankfully, or I'm blessed, I guess a few of them reached out to me and it was a very emotional experience in trying to help people directly who just lost their job, who have COVID going on and things of that nature and people I know personally. Um, so I understand what's going on out there. You know, again, I left my corporate job back in, uh, November. So, you know, I'm in there, I'm figuring it out. I'm dropping in, I'm doing these coaching calls. I'm doing the free coaching calls, you know, doing everything that I can do to hustle, to earn my income. So I don't have to go back and get a day job. That's one of my big whys. And that's the pain point that I've experienced. And the fact that once you hear something, and once you do something, you have to feel it. And hearing those conversations, uh, today and yesterday really make me feel a lot of the emotional energy that's going on in the world today. I also just saw a, uh, a post from my friend Angel. I'm not sure if Angel's on here yet. Uh, she posted from a fellow FedEx driver who was a black guy um, who had just gotten, uh, according to the video, he had just been uh, almost hit and spit on and called an N-word um, while he was driving his route. And so that emotional energy is right there. So I apologize if I'm not totally on tonight, but you know, I really want to bring you the, the much as much value as I can, as, as much heart as I can, uh, to help you guys. Cause I know a lot of you guys are struggling and I really appreciate you reaching out. 
Um, you know, one of the things that I also wanted to share with you is that this podcast is brought to you by the Speaking to the Heart Podcast Network. And recently we've been undergoing some additional changes and restructuring. And there's something that I want to read to you, which is actually our mission statement. And it's something I don't often mention as far as being on the Speaking to the Heart Podcast Network, uh, but it's something we're revamping and we're, we're making more of a priority to make sure we get out to you because it's all about, you know, serving you. And, and essentially this is the mission statement for the, for the network. We are, an we are an interactive resource that helps our audiences rise above life's toughest challenges, mind, body, and spirit using health awareness and personal development to entertain, educate, and empower all in one spot. So that's what the Speaking of the Heart podcast network is, is from. And you guys have seen Shane has been on here before. My brother from another mother, Scott Goyette, who's on our Friday night live show with me, my co-host. He has a show on the Speaking of the Heart podcast network. So we encourage you to go check it out, Speaking of the Heart org. You can go check it out and uh, see some amazing shows there also. Um, but just wanted to sit there and throw that out and say thank you. Um, and again, speaking of the Friday Night Lives, love you guys for being there. Uh, we've been tackling some pretty tough issues recently with Black Lives Matter and, and interviewing some amazing gentlemen who have shared uh, amazing perspectives uh, from their perspective of being black and being in the community and facing racism and facing injustice and things of that nature. So uh, if you haven't had a chance to go check those out or hear those, uh, they are on the YouTube page. Just go to my YouTube page, Christopher, youtube.com forward slash the Christopher Roush. Um, there's a playlist right there. You can check them out. They're amazing uh, stories and, and they, you, they, you will become uh, informed from listening to those. But getting on with tonight's show and really talking about the fact that, you know, we're struggling. You know, people are struggling with hope. They're struggling with their sanity. They're struggling with, you know, financial situations. They're struggling with relationship situations. And tying into that second part, you know, being at wit's end, um, for me, you know, it's about perspective. You guys have heard me talk about perspective over and over again. And, you know, you have to really think about that what you're going through is preparing you for the next level in life. And I know that that is for a lot of us, we're like, okay, I've already made it to the next level. I've already been through enough shit in my life. But the truth of the matter is, is that we keep going through these tests. We keep going through these challenges. And that's what really we're here for. I, I truly believe that as souls having a human existence, we are here to go through specific situations that are going to cause our soul to grow, cause us to grow. And as we come back in different lifetimes or whatever it might be, we continue to expand and learn from our experiences and from our quote unquote mistakes. So if you're going through something and you're struggling, I encourage you as hard as it is to try to see what it is that you're supposed to learn. Try to see if there's a pattern of something that you've been doing over and over again that got you in the situation where you're struggling, because I could pretty much attest to the fact that if you're in a situation where you're struggling, you know, it might be part of some of the decisions that you've made prior to the situation you're struggling in. For example, I've had quite a few people reach out to me and just in general conversation, they realize now that they should have had three months savings in the bank. They're like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done that. And now they're struggling. So they're going through that struggle to be able to teach their kids. The one, a couple of people said, you know what? The only way I can look at this is that I'm supposed to be going through this because I'm going to teach my kids how to invest early. I'm going to teach my kids about stocks. I'm going to teach my kids about, you know, having a budget and things of that nature. So when you think about the struggle, although the struggle is horrible and it's depressing and, you know, you just don't know what you're going to do. I really strongly encourage you to think about from a, from a standpoint, maybe outside looking in, what am I supposed to get from this? What am I supposed to learn from this? And how am I going to use this later in my life as leverage, right? 
So for me, the, 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 the part for me, like I said before, is making sure that my coaching and my speaking and everything that I want to do in this world is successful. So I have skin in the game. So when I struggle with things, that means I just have to work that much harder. I have to learn that much more. I have to connect that much more to end that struggle because that struggle is there signaling something to me that Chris, you're there. You just need to inch your way a little bit further to get through the, the finish line, right? Um, so I really encourage you guys to, to think about how you look at the struggle. And also another aspect of that is, you know, uh, I've heard it said lots and lots of times, if you get a group of 20 people together and you all throw your problems in a pile, chances are you are going to go back and pick up your own problems because you're going to see that other people have way deeper problems than yourself. So while your situation may be very, very tragic for you, it may not be nearly as tragic as for somebody else. And so when you put yourself in that perspective and you think about, well, at least I have a roof over my head, at least my car runs, at least I have food in the table. Yes. You know, I just got laid off my job. Yes. I don't know what I'm going to do in two months. Yes. My husband's sick. But when you put it in perspective of what everybody else might be going through, then at least at that moment, you can kind of at least breathe. And I'll give you an example of that. You know, I've been in a lot of pain again lately. And that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of like just tired is that right side pain is back. Um, and when one, one time before I had back surgery, I was walking and I just learned about a friend of mine that had, uh, an accident, you know, he tripped and fell over his daughter's wood table, a part of the wood, uh, severed his spinal cord and he was paralyzed from the neck down. And, you know, I was bitching about my pain and I was frustrated with my pain. I'm like, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. I don't want to have surgery. I'm not like this. I've never been broken and pissed off and bitter and, and, and just really just angry. Um, and I did that for a while. And then I remember Mike and I remember talking to, uh, my friend Tammy and hearing her voice as she's saying, you know, he's struggling to move his fingers, you know? And I thought, you know, would Mike want my pain right now? Would Mike want my pain? I'm sitting here bitching about it. Blah, 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 blah. Would Mike want my pain? Yes, he would, because he would be able to feel his legs. So that immediately changed my perspective about what I have. You know, you sit there and we look at we, what we don't have. And that's one of the things I want to focus on is what you're focusing on. If you're struggling, who are you talking to? Are you talking to people who are struggling too? Or are you talking to people who have answers? Are you reaching out to therapists? Are you reaching out to counselors? Are you reaching out to people who might have answers? Are you doing the self-development and, and seeking out those answers on your own? Or are you eating yourself into a frenzy? Are you watching Netflix, hoping, wishing, and praying that it's going to change? You know, you have to take responsibility for A, where you're at in life, because, you know, you have something to do with that. You know, this is the Ron and Scripted show, so I'm going to be real with you. Some of the situations that you have are some of your responsibilities, if not all, because we all make choices that, that land us in this particular situation, yet we want to blame. We want to blame, I just got laid off from my job. Okay, great. That's, you know, that's one thing that can happen to anybody at any particular time. Um, how much savings did you have? You know, what did you do? How much credit do you have? You know, what if you have a, you have a car that's $40,000 instead of a car that's $20,000. Come on. You know, you're not making wise choices. You're trying to look good when you really don't have that money. So you're overinflating yourself to be liked by people who really don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? So you have to take responsibility for that. And that's challenging, right? You know, we also, we all, we don't want to admit our weaknesses or our failures, but at the same time, they're not weaknesses. They're not, they're not failures. They're learning opportunities. That's the way I look at them. That's why I get my coaching clients to look at them. They're learning opportunities. What am I supposed to gain out of this? You shift your perspective and immediately the opportunities for how to fix what it is that you're in multiply. But if you sit there and you're focusing on what you don't have, if you're focusing on what might happen in the world, if you're focusing to, you know, bullshit news on the TV, or if you're focusing on the negative posts on social media, if you're not being active in the solution, then you're part of the problem, right? So if you're struggling, you have to ask yourself, what are you going to do? What person do you need to become to get yourself out of the situation? 
You get a one day pity party in the kick-ass world. In the unstoppable world, you get a one-day pity party. You get to stomp your feet. You get to be mad. You get to blame everybody, eat bonbons, whatever. But you get up the next day, you say your gratitude list, and you say what your intentions are. So you're grateful for, hey, all these things. You don't wake up and go, oh, fuck, it's going to be another shitty day. Um, you wake up and you go, wow, I'm grateful for these 20 things. And if you can't find 20 things to be grateful for, call me. I'll figure it out with you. Trust me. I've gotten people up to 100 things that they're thankful for. Like, wow, I didn't realize there was so much to be thankful for. I'm like, no shit, Sherlock, fucking bees. You like bees? No, I don't care about bees. Really? Think about it. Think about bees. Think about what they do to the ecology. Think about what they do for our livelihood. Yeah, you're thankful for bees, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I am. You thankful for satellites? Never thought about it. Yeah, guess what satellites do? You start thinking about all the shit that we have. You like your microwave? Fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, you used to have to make things in a toaster oven. Okay, then. Um, <laughs> and by the way, thank you guys all for being here. I'll check the comments here in a second. I'm trying not to lose my train of thought because that's one of my situations that I have to deal with is the fact that when I'm doing raw and unscripted is that it's just coming out raw from my heart. And so I have to make sure I try to stay on point, but back to point, what are you focusing on? What are you doing? What are you, um, what are you allowing to happen? What are you tolerating? You know, I was just listening to a book, Kevin Hart's new book. I think it's called decisions. It's on audible. It's fucking fantastic. I almost like don't want to write a book now because he literally wrote the book that I wanted to write in a, in a roundabout way but it's just straightforward. And he talks about what are you tolerating? He says you got to tolerate some stuff, of course. But really, when I talk to people, I'm like, what are you putting up with? And I find out they're putting up with 18 things. I'm like, you're putting up with 18 things right now. Just imagine what that weighing on your brain, weighing on your psyche. You know, when you get to the point of being, you know, at wit's end, that's when you're in the spiral. That's when you're thinking, you know, illogically, that's when you're thinking about, you know, things from an emotional standpoint, instead of, you know, sitting down with pen and paper and saying, okay, what's the real root of the problem? What is it that we have to solve for? And how are we going to do it? What are going to be the potential obstacles and what person do I need to become in order to achieve it? Nobody's going to come save you. Nobody's going to come save me. We have to figure that out. That's why I go unstoppable. That's why I talk about that because when you have to get the grit, you have to get the blood, sweat, and tears. You have to go to sleep later. You have to get up earlier. And most importantly, things I've been talking to with people, it surprises the shit out of me. A lot of people aren't taking care of themselves. Surprise. I just saw somebody's post. They're like, I've gained 40 pounds since COVID started. I was like, what the fuck? Really? You gained 40 pounds while COVID started when this could be the most amazing time for you to lose weight and get exercise. Da, da, da. Now she's freaking out about how she's going to do everything. And I'm like, you feel like shit, don't you? Yeah. I'm like, well, you did not set yourself up for success once the COVID was going to be ending. So now you have to take responsibility for that. Now you have to bust your ass even harder. You know, if you're not taking care of yourself, boys and girls, that is like number one, number one, how much water are you drinking? I know that sounds crazy. You guys have heard me say it a lot of times. You guys see me on these things. Here's my, this is 32 ounces. I think four of these creates a gallon, like four 32 ounces creates a gallon. I don't know. I drink like eight of these a day. You know, I'm constantly drinking water. Um, you know, you got to make sure you're hydrating. You got to make sure you're getting good enough sleep, you know, and that involves not drinking alcohol. If you don't drink alcohol, guess what? Your sleep quality improves drastically. Trust me. I have an aura ring. It's a, it's actually a sleep tracker on my finger. And when I was drinking, I'm not drinking this month. When I was drinking, my sleep scores were shitty. They're like 58, 60, 70. Stop drinking. Don't eat sweets at night. My sleep scores are going up to 90, 95. So while I've got a lot of emotional weight on my on myself right now, my body is is in really good shape. My sleep is in really good shape. My hydration is really good shape. So my clarity is really good. It's just that there's emotional stuff that's weighing me down. So again, and then the diet, you know, I'm not eating sugar. I'm not eating white flour. I'm eating, you know, meats and vegetables and a little bit of, you know, bread here and there. You know, I'm not totally depriving myself, 
Um, but again, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself, how do you expect to make good decisions? If you're not getting out and walking for 30 minutes a day, how are you making good decisions? You're not getting oxygen in your body. You're not getting that carbon monoxide out of your lungs. That's at the bottom. When you exhale, you have to really exhale. You know, I talk about breathing a lot. Um, you know, these things all add up to what it is. that's going to make you either, you know, tackle the situations you're in like, okay, well, let's give it a shot or let's go, let's fucking do it. You know, it really does matter how you talk to yourself. It does. You know, the words that you use, if you say, I'll probably never figure this out, or I've never been good with money, or, you know, this sucks. This happens every time something goes good. Whatever you're saying to yourself is going to become true. Let me say that again. Whatever you are saying to yourself, either out loud or in your head will come true. That's the way this life works. It's called manifestation. When you sit there, like every day I get up and I say my intentions, I intend on doing this. I intend on being present and playful with my son. I intend on serving my community and making a difference in the world today. I intend on being healthy, mindful, and spiritual. I intend on being a good husband and a good father. I intend on, I intend, I intend. And guess what? Not every day is perfect, but pretty damn close. You know, those were, those are my needle movers. Those are the things that I need to do in order to get and remain unstoppable. So I can sit in front of this camera and sit in front of this microphone day after day, week after week, show after show, bringing you something that you need to hear. And somehow I can say it in such a way that it's going to click for you. You know, I could talk about a lot of different things in a lot of different ways. And that's what my point is here, because you hear me saying a lot of the same things. And those are those seeds that are planting. And sometime I may just say it and it just clicks for you, but what you really have to do is you have to focus on what you're saying to yourself. You know, if you say, Oh, I can't do that. You're really saying I won't, you know, you have to figure it out. You have to get resourceful. You have to ask your family, ask your friends, ask for help, go on the next door app, figure out what you have to do, you know, swallow your pride, shovel your integrity down the toilet, whatever it might be, figure out what you have to do, get back to some, you know, normal sense, I guess, normal sense, or, you know, get some normality and then figure out what you're going to do to fix it. So you don't do it again. So you don't have those things happen again. Um, you know, it's really super, super important. Um, there's a book called what not to say when you talk to yourself, it's an amazing book. What not to say when you talk to yourself, phenomenal, the words we use, the language, the energy that we use, you know, if you wake up in the morning and you're like, Oh, today's going to be a fuck day. I need my coffee. Jeez. Wonder what's going to happen next. You see what I'm saying? That stuff happens because then you wonder what happens next. Then you pick up this fucked up device and you hold it up or usually usually stoop down and you have your neck all crooked forward. Watch people with their phones. They're like, mm. you know, they're going to be all fucked up later on in life. They're like, why does my neck hurt? Because you've been staring at your fucking phone too long. Then you sit there and you look at MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, whatever, political, blah, blah, blah. You sit there and go, see, see, and you're swiping and you're swiping. You're like, Oh, there's some more bullshit. There's some more bullshit. Oh, I didn't know about that bullshit here. Let me share that out to 75 people. So they see that bullshit. Oh God, I feel good. Now I made other people miserable. What can I do now? Oh, let me be frustrated and aggravated at shit that I'm not taking care of myself. Oh, let me go watch Netflix. Oh, let me go shopping and spend money. I don't have, let me, uh, you know, whatever it might be, <laughs> whatever it might be for you, you know, let me, uh, let me take a look. Let me take a look here in the comments. Thank you guys for being here. Sorry about the technical difficulties in the beginning. Um, so Glenda says, hello, it Glenda from Georgia. You can talk about and say my name and where I'm from. Hello, Glenda. Glenda Wright is from Georgia. Thank you for being here, Glenda. Um, let's see. We got Cindy here. We got, uh, Tina. What's up, Tina? Little Cindy Lou. Who? Um, how true Trisha. What's up? Um, 
Let's see. Glenda, have you talked to Christopher? He'll help privately. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Hit me up. I mean, I can sit there and, uh, I think I can put the, uh, let's see if I can do this. Uh, what's up, Chad Pape? Hey, amigo. Hey, Chad's doing, Chad's doing no sugar this month. He's got a group going on on Facebook. Chad, put the group name in there. If you want people to get in there. Um, I've been kind of doing it. He knows how I am. I'm flaky, but, uh, yeah, I know. Fuck the news, right? Yeah. Um, seriously, let's, uh, let's just be the change we want to see instead of the shit that we don't. Um, cause half of it's fake anyway, but anyways, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, no, check out, check out Chad. He's doing that. I mean, he's taking responsibility for his health and, um, you know, dialing, dialing it in because he knows he needs to produce more and make more. So he, he knows what he needs to do in the times that he needs to do it. The same thing with me and angel says right here. Yeah. Discipline. And by the way, angel, I don't know if you heard it or not. Um, earlier I was talking about the uh, video that you posted from your fellow FedEx driver. So thank you for posting that. Uh, very emotional. That was kind of what I watched before I started this show. So it was kind of took my energy down, but, um, just reinforces the fact that we have to help the black lives. So sorry about that little side thing, but, uh, yeah. What's up, Leanne, Leanne. Ha. Uh, yes. From Texas, Leanne. She's awesome. You got to check her out. Um, Glenda had a question. Glenda had a question. Did I miss the question? Oh, what's up? Mark Gassert preach brother, Chris preach. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate that. Check out Mark Gassert. He's a, uh, he's a uh, sales. He does sales. Can't remember the exact name of it, but uh, Mark does sales. He does uh, daily live shows on that. Check it out. Cause everybody's in sales, whether you're selling something or selling yourself. Um, absolutely. Cindy says, absolutely. Just breathe. Take those exercises you did on Tony, get up and grow. Yep. Yep. Doing those. Um, where is Glenda? Is there a question? Glenn, did you have a question? I'm doing three. I'm doing the three hour day. Yeah. Um, I don't see any questions. What's up? Um, yeah. So I just want to make sure there wasn't any questions, but, uh, again, so, you know, thinking about it and, you know, overall what I teach, what's up, Scott? Hey brother, you missed the plugs I was doing earlier. Oh, actually I got to talk about our group coaching. Forgot about that, but I'm going to do that at the end. Um, you know, really it comes down to confidence. Everybody I've talked to in the last couple of months, everybody I talked to yesterday from the people that got laid off from the company I used to work for, you know, somehow, some way your confidence gets hit. You know, it, it you take a chink to your armor and you're just like, Oh God, am I going to recover from this? But the absolute truth is in building confidence, you have to do a couple of things. You have to first, you have to first decide. You have to decide what it is that you're going to go for. Most people don't have that um, specified in their life. When I ask them, like, what are you going for? Well, I'm going for this and I'm going for that. It's very vague. I'm like, why can't you measure it? Why isn't it on a piece of paper? God's honest truth. I'm actually redoing mine. I, I, on the dry erase board in front of me, I have three months, six months, 12 months, 18 months, three years, five years, 10 years. That's something that I would do uh, with a coaching client that is like looking for a long-term plan. You sit there and you go through it. You break it down. What's your three-month goal? What's your six-month goal? But you do it backwards. What you do is you figure out what your legacy is and you work backwards. Like, where do I need to be 10 years before I want this? Where do I need to be three years before that? Where do I need to be 18 months for the, you build backwards and you figure out where it is that you're going. Most people don't know where they're going because they haven't decided. They haven't done the second part, which is commit. So you need to decide what it is that you're going to do and make a plan for it. Figure out what it is that you want to do, why you want to do it. What are you going to need to do it? 
what are potential roadblocks and what are tools that you're going to have to have, right? And you figure that out and you set out measurables and figure out, you set out little small milestones and you say, okay, once I get to this part, I get to, I get a reward or whatever it is, but you have to know where you're going. You have to figure out, do I want to live a long life? People like, when I ask them that question, I'm like, do you want to live a long life? They're like, hell yeah. And I look at them like, really? <laughs> Your actions don't say it. I'm just going to be honest. When you want to live life, you're full of shit, right? You know, that's why Shane calls me the enforcer from the Speaking of the Heart podcast network. He goes, you're my enforcer. But it's the truth. Do you want to live life? You want to live a long life, long, healthy life? Do you not want to stay? You do you not want to go to the hospital? Yeah, I never want to go in the hospital. I'm like, really? Uh, what's your blood sugar right now? You 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 heading for type two diabetes? You want to go for type one? You know, do you want glaucoma? Do you want your toes to be amputated? What what do you, what, you, what you looking for? You know, just that, just like holy shit, you're right. You know, because we sit there and we play the someday game. Oh, it's not going to happen to me. I'm not going to have heart disease. I'm not going to have any of these things. I'm not going to have a stroke. I'm not going to have an aneurysm, you know, whatever it might be. But bullshit, guess what? Life happens and you sit there and you're in the hospital and you go, wow, all I had to do was take care of myself and, you know, be focused on my life and do good things in the world, eat healthy, do a little exercise. And I could live to be 90, potentially with technology and everything else. You could live to be 140. I don't know if we'll be around then, but that's another question. Uh, <laughs> you know, you have to really, yeah, decide what it is that you want to do. And then you have to commit. And I've seen lots of people decide what they want to do. I want to become an entrepreneur. I want to become a family man. I want to become the director. I want to become the president. I want to become this. They, I want to become that. And they have their why. Their why is usually a little distorted, but then they, they go into the commitment stage. Like, you know, I tried it for three months. I tried it for six months. You know, I did it for a year. Well, maybe you need to do it for three years. Maybe you need to do it for five years. You know, time is going to pass by us anyway. So if you're really going to decide to do something, then you have to commit. You can't give up. That's one of the reasons why I did 75 hard last year. That was hard, but I made the commitment to do it and I did not cheat. I did it. You know, I made that commitment. It's amazing what happens to your physiology and your body when you make a serious fucking commitment and you do it. There's nothing that I know I can't do. I mean, I quit taking pain pills, you know, what, six weeks ago, something like that. I don't remember what it was. Quit drinking this month, haven't had a cigarette in fucking how many years. So I just know that I can do anything I put my mind to. So you have to have that commitment. You have to say, okay, listen, if I want to live a long, healthy life, then I have to make a commitment not to smoke cigarettes anymore. I have to make a commitment not to drink this much alcohol anymore. I have to make this commitment not to have this much sugar anymore, which by the way, you shouldn't have much sugar because that's what cancer really feeds on. And that's what I keep telling myself, you know, so you have to commit, you know, if you want to get a different job, if you want to make more money, you have to make that commitment. How many jobs are you going to do? How many people are you going to get involved in your family to make that happen? How are you going to be resourceful? How are you going to go above and beyond everything that you've done before to get those results? You have to commit. You have to commit. You have to wake up every single fucking day and say what you're grateful for. Say what your intentions are. My intentions today is to grow my coaching clients. My intention today is to do this and then go after it and don't give up until you get there and find the right people in your life that are going to support you because that's massively important because right now people are looking for misery loves company kind of thing. Oh, you believe like I do here, let's join up and let's just share, let's just trade all this shit that's going on instead of being a part of the solution. That's the thing I love about what Scott and I are doing on our Friday night lives is we're addressing the situation head on. We don't even know half the shit we're talking about. We're just asking the questions and like saying, Hey, what's going on? And we're listening and we're growing, you know? So you have to have that. You have to have that commitment that you're going to have you know, the impact in your life that you want. And that starts with your legacy. It starts with writing your eulogy. It starts with what do you want to be remembered for? If you're 60, 70, 80, 30, 20, whatever age you are, write your eulogy, figure out what it is, decide that you're going to do it, commit to you're going to do it, and then take the fucking step. Take the biggest step you can do immediately as fast as you can, as fast as you can make that jump. You guys have heard me talk about Steve Harvey, the video jump. 
you know, go watch it. It's less than two minutes. Seriously. You have to jump. You have to take action. You have to just sit there and say, I'm pulling the cord. I'm going for it. Life is short. I don't want to live with any regrets. I'm going for it. I'm going to free fall. I'm going to get banged up. It's going to be tiring. It's going to be exhausting. I'm going to cry. It's going to be, but it's going to be thrilling. It's going to be living instead of existing. That's one thing I figured out from talking to a lot of people is a lot of people are existing instead of living and they're punishing themselves for shit that happened way, 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 way in their past. I just did a walk and talk video uh, this week about that. You know, where are you focusing? Again, what I started the show off with, where are you focusing on? Um, my brother Scott says, uh, head first into it, whether it's scary or not, love over fear. Yes, that's what Scott and I are talking about in our group coaching program. Again, exactly that is going into love and figuring out the fear and, you know, creating a magnificent life when you have those two in your, in your situation. So thank you for saying that, Scott, because yeah, you know, the dash in between when we're born and when we die, that's life. And that's all our choice. That is all our choice. You know, I've talked to CEOs who were miserable at their jobs and I'm like, you're making the choice to go there. You're making yourself miserable. And they're like, no, no, no. I have a two kids in college and I have a wife with a spending habit and I have this and that. And I'm like, no, but you're okay. So you're choosing not to deal with that stuff and you're choosing to come here and be miserable. Shut up. You know, if you're miserable, figure it out what you want to do and change it. You know, life is short. You're going to get to a point and you're going to be like, wow, I work so hard doing things for everybody else and foregoing my dreams and foregoing this and sacrificing this. And then you're going to be like, I want to do over, but you're not going to get a do over. All you have is time until you die to think about the things that you didn't do. That's why I come to you. That's why I, for me, you see my tags, no regrets, no regrets, no regrets. You have to go towards those. Um, because for me, I'm seeing it as like levels, right? You, you make a decision to do something and you kind of crack that level. And then you start doing that stuff and you start going, okay, this is really cool. This is really cool. Okay. You start, your energy starts going up. You start meeting more people and you start getting introduced to more people and you go up another level and you're like, okay, fuck, cool. This is neat. This is kind of scary. I'm getting up there. I'm kind of flying a little bit. And then you go, okay, let's go for the next level. And you push and you stride and you figure it out and you get to the next level. And you're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm okay. This is scary. I don't want to lose this. I don't want, and you just keep going and you just keep learning and you keep growing and you figure it out you know, but having the right people around you is massively important. You know, having an accountability partner, having a coach. I mean, I can't stress that enough. I know I'm a coach, but when you have coaches in your life and accountability partners in your life and people that will tell you the truth, there's nothing you can't do. If you focus and you commit and you do those things and you never stop and you, and you stay resourceful, you stay playful, you stay adventurous, you get away from the negativity and the people that are trying to hold you down. And especially you get away from the way you talk to yourself and the things you focus on. Stop focusing on shit that happened, you know, change your perspective about it. Talk to somebody about it and start moving forward because that's the only direction that you get to go in this life. And if you want to waste your time blaming and, and looking at all that other stuff, please don't drag other people around with you. And please don't set that example for your children. What we're trying to do in this world right now is leave this world a better place for who we are and what we do and leave that for our kids to, to make a magnificent recovery and, and really make the world what it's supposed to be a beautiful place full of beautiful people doing great things and living their lives and not being, you know, jeopardized by fear and uncertainty and, and, and politics and greed and all this other bullshit that's going on. And, and, and God for, you know, religion, even, um, you know, we got to leave this world a better place. So that means we all have to pony up, put our big boy pants, big girl pants on and figure out what we're going to do to get out of our own fucking way. And then, you know, lend to the cause of making the world a better place and stop the divisiveness and stop the, the rhetoric and stop the, that, that that's this. And that's this, we have an important issue in our life right now. And the fact that that we're waking up and we need to be involved and active. And that means that you have to be involved and active in your own life and take responsibility for that and set the example, especially if you have kids, 
especially if you have friends that maybe not as strong as you, you, you start stepping up. I've seen this happen. I've coached people and they said, Oh, my friends are like, Oh my God, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, uh, I'm starting to believe in myself. I'm starting to get coaching. I'm starting to address my fears. I'm starting to step into shit that I don't want to step into. And they start growing. They're like, Oh my God, you know, like light bulbs go on. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's truly amazing. Fear, fear, chat, chat says fear causing hesitation. Hesitation causes your worst fears to become a reality. Yeah. You know what? I just heard, I just heard, um, the story and I can't remember what I'm not big into sports, but the story, I guess it's one of the major errors in, in baseball history. And apparently a camera, uh, Bill Buckner, Bill Buckner apparently was being interviewed before a world series. And he said on air, he goes, one of my worst fears is that it'll be uh, bases loaded ninth inning, blah, blah, blah. And somebody will hit a line drive and it'll go right between my legs. And that is exactly what happened. That is, and that gives me chills because he literally wrote himself into losing one of the biggest games and making one of the, the major errors in, in baseball history, apparently, because he told himself, I'm afraid of that. You know, you got to see again, what you're looking for. I'm afraid of this. I'm, I don't know what's going to happen with this, you know? Okay. What do you, what can you do? What can you do in the moment? You know, what can you change? I'm not even going to get in the moments because you guys heard me talk all about that, but yeah. Um, like Mike says, positive self-talk equals positive daily outcomes. Yeah. And it's not always perfect. I mean, I'm sure Mike would agree with that. It's not always perfect, but God, it is so much better than waking up and going, Oh God, you know, it's miserable and oh, my body aches. And it's not like it was before. And why do those people so happy? We compare ourselves to other people. We get ourselves down. Um, it's crazy. Uh, Dario. Hey man, do you know Jose La Rosa known as, Nope, I don't know that. Sorry. I don't know who that, who that is. Uh, yeah. You know, make that dash. Yeah. What's up, Mike? Make that dash fire. Exactly. Um, yeah. Leanne says you got to get out of your own head. Yeah. I mean, seriously, if you have people in your, you may not have the belief in yourself, but if other people around you have the belief in you, sometimes you have to live on their belief. I had to do that with my coach last year. You know, she's like, you know, fuck Chris, you're amazing. You should da, 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 da. Um, and I'm like, I had to, I had to trust her opinion of me more than I had to trust myself at that particular moment in time. And so I lived off that. And then I believed it because I had already, I had already conditioned myself to think differently. So I had to work through that myself. And that's why I get to help you guys. Um, yeah. Mike says often the way we talk to ourselves is far worse than how we would let anyone else talk to us. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, it's crazy. Um, Scott says, if you think you're a winner or a loser, you're right. Yeah. I mean, one of my fav one of my favorite quotes in the world, and then I'll let you guys go here in, in just a few seconds, um, is Henry Ford. If you think you if you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. And I was just interviewed on a podcast, uh, last week and they had asked me like, you know, what were some words of advice that got me from being the home of seventh grade dropout and all that other crap to, to where I'm at today. And I said, my mentor, Bill White had said to me, Christopher, you're only limited by the parameters of your own mind. He said, Christopher, you're only limited by the parameters of your own mind. You guys might have heard me say that as my quote, because their family actually told me after he passed away, uh, to use that quote with my name on there. And I was honored to do that. But yeah, again, you're only limited by the parameters of your own mind. If you think you can't and you, and you haven't been able to, and you haven't been around the right people, you just need to change your circumstances. You need to change your opinion of yourself. You need to get around different people. You need to get fired up. You have to have that unstoppable attitude. I mean, go, go look at David Goggins, go look at Jesse Itzler, go look at uh, James, the Iron Man cowboy for just some inspiration of people that are fucking belligerent about being unstoppable. I'm not that like that. But again, when you make that choice and you make that decision and you decide that you're never going to stop and you're going to commit, it's amazing what you can accomplish. I'm living proof of that. I'm living, living proof of that. Um, 
Let's see. Rick says, uh, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it just depends. You just, you just got to go for it. Um, in the book, the untethered soul, you guys heard me talk about it a lot from, uh, from, uh, um, Michael Singer and they call him Mickey. Um, he talks about if, if an opportunity shows up at your door, you, you go and explore it, you go figure it out. You step into that uncomfortable zone. You know, you may not want to go do that, but maybe that's going to lead to the other thing. That's going to lead to the other thing. That's going to wind up being the thing that you really wanted the most. You know, it's crazy how this world unfolds for us. It's really, it's really freaky. You trust. And all of a sudden you put that intention out there and something happens. I'm not even making that up. It's crazy. I know. Um, but it's, it's, it's just amazing. You know, Rick says, uh, reinvent yourself. Yeah. You know, I've reinvented myself so many times. I mean, I could show you guys, um, they're under a, a laminate right now, but I could show you all the different business cards I have created over my career as a coach and a speaker. It's funny. And it's like, okay, I was this, I was a suit and tie guy. Okay. Then I was the, you know, I wore my, my tie and my vest and you know, my dress up clothes. And now I've, now I'm this, now I'm the kick-ass guy. Now I'm just being who I am, you know, just being who I am, helping you guys, helping myself, trying to make the world a better place. Um, you know, that's, that's what we're all here for is to make the world a better place. I truly believe that. And once we get started and we get rowing in the right direction and we start making things happen, then more opportunities are going to happen, more fulfilled lives, more happy hearts, less stress, less anger, less hostility. You know, we can all be a part of that change. We can all make that happen. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to be uncomfortable to get, oops, I froze for a second. I froze. Yeah. I freeze every once in a while. I didn't freeze that time, but yeah, getting uncomfortable, being comfortable. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. It really is. So, uh, I'm going to leave you guys with this. Be sure to check into our Friday night shows, uh, Friday night, five o'clock Pacific standard time. Um, they, we pronounce it over here on Facebook and also on YouTube. Uh, tonight we're going to, our Friday night, we're going to have another amazing guest talking about black lives matter and perspectives. So check that out. Also hit us up. Myself and Scott have just, uh, started initiating a group coaching program that we're doing that we said before. Uh, so if you want information on that, I've got a video on my YouTube page called what is love. So you can check that out. It's a, about a 25 minute presentation of what we do about the program. And pretty soon we're going to be doing a free webinar talking about the first two tips of both the love model and the fear model. So you guys are going to want to check that out to get a taste of what it is that we're going to be doing. Cause it's really a magnificent situation. We're taking Scott's program. That's already been proven, uh, time and time again. And, and combining it with my coaching that I've proven time and time again. So you're getting two different coaches, two different programs in the same time, but it's all going to flow together to make you unstoppable and really kick your ass into, into major, major, uh, major success. Sorry. My brain was thinking of two different things at one time. Um, yeah. Vercel Wells. Yeah. Vercel Wells is going to be on our show on Friday. Um, so check that out. And, um, yes, you're welcome. Thank you for being here, Rick. I really appreciate it. Let's talk offline. Um, yeah. And just check those things out. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, I don't know. Got a lot of shit on my mind, but anyways, I hope you guys find value out of this. Please. If you haven't already go to my YouTube page, I'm really working on that. I cleaned up some playlists today. Uh, I found out I had probably about 20 videos that were listed as private that were never posted. So I, but if you guys like the walk and talks, go check that out. I've got a bunch on there that I didn't even realize that were never published. Um, so I would love for you to do that. It's uh, youtube.com forward slash the Christopher Roush. Uh, be sure to check out the Friday night live playlist. Be sure to check out the Ron unscripted playlist. And of course the walk and talk videos, which you guys seem to dig a lot. There's different variations of that, but uh, at any rate, I really appreciate that. It'll help me out a lot. Uh, again, you know, guys, be careful what you say to yourself. Be careful what you do with yourself. 
and be careful what you put out in the world because it does come back to you. You know, if you truly want to be unstoppable, you truly want to have that confidence, you have to break out of the zone that you're in and become the person that you're supposed to be. You know, act as if, you know, if you want to be rich and famous, figure it out and start acting as if and making those decisions that are going to get you there. That's what this show's about, you know, changing your perspectives about your past, present, and your future. I love you guys. Again, this is brought to you by the Speaking to the Heart Podcast Network. Again, like I said in the beginning, go check us out over there. We're changing everything around, and it's a great resource for you guys. Until next time, I love you. Peace out, and uh, thank you guys so much for being here. I really, truly appreciate it. I love each and every one of you, and uh, we'll be back again next week and, uh, and bringing you some more information. Uh, cheers, and uh, peace out.